Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Patterson. And I'm Erin Jensen. And we're on episode 79. We have a special guest today. Feeling fine. Yes, we do. We have haven't a had a guest in a long time. I know. Well, no, we had dad. Oh, well, I think family. You, yeah. How about non-family members? Yeah, that's true. I feel like true. Nikki Monet was maybe our last non-family member. No. It's been a while. Dr. Calvert. He was before Nikki. No, Dr. After? Calvert was after, for okay. sure, in Newport. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Calvert was commenting on my IG today. Shout out to Dr. Calvert. I saw a follow-up patient of one of his nose and boob job. She looked amazing. I know. She looked so Calvert good. Calvertisthebomb.com. So, no, we don't have another doctor. We have somebody even cooler. Yep, even more special. <laughs> we have Nurse Morgan in the house Woo-hoo! today. Say hello, hello. <laughs> so Nurse Morgan is uh, actually one of our, she works at our Claremont location. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to bring her up because everyone knows that Aaron's a PA. We've had Dr. Majestic. We've had Dr. Calvert. We've had electrolysis. So, and we've had estheticians. Yep. But the other, you know, other than like our support staff, the administrative side, we have nurses that work with us mm-hmm. at the treatment. And yes. so- Erin hired Morgan. Uh, I think she was our first nurse. She hire. was our first nurse. <gasps> you know what? That's why so you got to be on the podcast. It yeah. was special. <laughs> like we only we're like, okay, so everyone wants to be on our podcast, but we're giving our first nurse hire a stab at the podcast. I am honored. Well, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. So, you know, we get a lot of, I think a lot of our listeners are, um, find us randomly. I think a lot of them are like residual fans of Erin. Kind of like uh, residual fans of you. No, well, what are let's come on. Well, I've conducted <laughs> polls and it's 50 50 where people are like, I consider myself more Aaron, oh. I consider myself more Megan. But what I'm saying is, I feel like there's a lot of budding medical professionals that yes. follow us. Yes, we have a huge following. A lot of, of pre PA, a lot of nursing girls, or a lot of nurses who are aren't in aesthetics but are curious about it so we have a lot of medical but then we just have like the funny ass random people that just i think follow for the jokes or accidentally followed a hashtag and then saw me acting silly and they follow us now yes so it's cool to have a nurse on because aaron is a pa morgan is a nurse and so we can maybe discuss like her path to becoming a nurse getting to know her a little bit better Mm -hmm. she's a local girl so how about we 909 909 girl (laughs) do you have a 909 tattoo though no. <laughs> she said that with hesitance. She probably has one on her titty. 951? Then I have piercings, but we won't go there. <laughs> We're talking about piercings. You must before no, I think laughing like, Buddha, yeah, what's no, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's an episode coming up. There's an episode that... with piercing stuff. And and I was talking, when Aaron Yikes. wears tight pants, I'm like, is there a piercing? No, <laughs> there isn't. So, You'll okay, so know. no tats, no 909 tats, but maybe a few piercings. <laughs> yeah, I just never wanted to put something on my body permanently, but piercings you can take out. Yeah, so. exactly. There exactly. you go. So Morgan, we want to know, how, how did you get into nursing in the first place? Well... Nursing was not my first choice, I should say, but I've always been a natural caretaker. And my parents kind of said, like, if you want help with college, actually, it was my aunt and uncle. If you want help with college, you could go to nursing school and we'll help you pay for it. Mm. So I was like, darn it, I got to get serious in my early 20s. 
because I was a magician. You guys know that. <laughs> you guys, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait. pause, pause, pause. She just dropped that. You guys, I don't think you realize what she just said. She was a magician. Like, she has business cards. When she said that, I thought it was a joke, and I, like, lol She's like, no, I was really a magician. Not a magician's assistant. You were a magician. I was an assistant also. Okay, yeah. that's where how you got up. Of, you worked yep. your way up the ladder. Yep. So did I, you worked as a magician? Yes. Like and since paid. I was a little kid, I was paid. Like I would go to even that local elementary schools to perform for their classes <laughs> and assemblies. Like I would get paid 50 bucks. That's awesome. For birthday parties. So I grew up kind of like being on stage and also taking care of people. So my aunt and uncle were like, yeah, you need to kind of find a path for your life. And nursing is a great career. There's so many different facets of nursing. You don't have to depend on anyone. You can kind of make your own schedule. And that was really appealing. So I said, all right, buckle down, went to nursing school. And so you were about 20 years old. I was or... actually 22. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of later when in the game started. for it nursing was, school, right? It was, but I did not have like a clear path. I like to do so many things and mm -hmm. that's still the case today. Mm -hmm. But that's why I work part-time as a nurse and I do the other stuff I want on the other days. I know. I'm trying to get Morgan here more days a week, but... <laughs> I'm chipping. I'm chipping she's, away at she's Morgan. She's what I call a multi-potentialite. I'm one of those <laughs> well, as well. A multi-potentialite? Yes, it's a thing. Multi-potentialites is a fancy description word for like a jack or a jack of all trades. Yes. So like me, I'm a multi-potentialite. Like I'm not linear. I'm not like Aaron where I graduate PA school and I'm a PA till the day I die. I'm like, I'm an event coordinator. I am a DJ. I also could bartend. I could serve I could wait tables. I'm a designer. I'm a planner. I'm a project manager. I'm, I do all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes my life not feel like work because I get to do, I get to dabble in all sorts of stuff. You get to have fun and you make it fun anywhere you go. So yeah. that's, mm -hmm. I mean, I manage an impound yard as well. Like I have a weird <laughs> fucking life. See, you should have been on our junkyard episode with yes. junkyard Joe. Like, we because are... you, you know, you can, you can, you can whip a forklift. I'm sure like ain't no thing. Right. Pretty, pretty much. And just haul trailers and stuff like that. Yeah. So how would you say being an impound yard runner or manager helps you as a nurse? So I deal with a lot of crazy people at impound. Yeah. But at the end of the day, everyone's a little bit crazy and people just need compassion and a little kindness and some sense of like a sense of humor. So I try to treat everyone the way that they would want to be treated yeah. instead of the way I'd want to be treated. So mm -hmm. it works over at the impound yard. It works here. So works, is that something yeah. that you like when you're at your little fork in the road, you're like, I can do impounding and nursing or is this like a family thing? It's a family, a family yeah. thing. And it really like with the pandemic, like it's hard to find good employees mm -hmm. right now. So mm -hmm. what better than having a family member to help out? Cause uh, you're going to treat the business like your own. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why I'm, I'm in the clutches of Aaron Jensen. She won't <laughs> let me go. <laughs> Because this is the thing, Megan's no, trying to creep. Nobody oh, will take slowly. care. Nobody cares about your business as much as the as you do, or as your family. Totally, and Aaron knows that. That's why I produce such incredible work, and so I get that. Where it's kind of like our family comes from. Like we have a lot of family members that work together, and some people mm -hmm. might be like, "I would kill my husband if I worked with him." Aaron still has lunch with her husband like every day. Mm -hmm. So gross. It's sweet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think it's so cute that you and Ryan like still don't want to like kill each other. That you work no, together. Some days you got to work. Yeah, you have to figure out how to work you together. Work separate together. Exactly. Like that's what like I don't my share significant an office with him. Other and I do. Like we work at separate locations. Mm -hmm. Like he would get so annoyed with me if I was in the office with him every day. Yeah. No, you figure it out. Yes. He says I'm too nice to people at the window. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, it's like because you but, have that compassion. You're yeah. an empath. You know, like, I think we've talked about that before. Like, we kind of have, 
like senses in us. I'm a mm-hmm. little more witchy and sensey and, and intuitive and stuff like that. And I think that uh, Morgan has that too. So you can kind of see like the human side of people, especially if I think about it, all the people coming into an impound yard, they're not having a great day. No, their car, their got car is fucking behind, locked up behind a gate. <laughs> yes, yes. They're wondering how am I going to hustle up five hundred bucks to get yep. it out? You know, you go to jail, your car goes to jail. Ah, that's uh, car jail. Okay. What is the yeah. best excuse or funniest excuse someone has tried to like get a car out? Oh my gosh, there's so many <laughs> like the things that I see in cars. Yeah. What's I the really craziest thing you found in a car, or for like oh something? Oh my gosh, like kilos of drugs. <gasps> They don't, oh, cops don't I search that one. before? Once, like a few years ago, somebody, a car was impounded and like it was a police impound. And I won't say like what, what police department, but a local one. They impounded a vehicle and they're supposed to like check everything. When they got to the impound yard or truck, somebody jumped out of the car. <gasps> like what? a person was like drunk in the in back the sleeping, <gasps> but like the windows were so tinted and the doors are locked. And like a person jumped out of the car. You probably like, shit your pants. And it was, it was like you're some like a boogeyman, or is that a my a driver was like, oh my gosh, like it was crazy. <laughs> Did you have to like let him out? Did he climb over a wall or just ran? No, we, luckily we were still there, so we were like, oh my gosh, your car is still here. Go to the police department, get your release form. But <laughs> like, can I just take it? It was like here. I was asleep. <laughs> oh, that's wow, hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, our dad owns a junkyard. He'd bring home stuff all the time. Look, guys, I brought you some toys. I brought mm-hmm. you a book. We're like, thank a you, flashlight. Dad. A flashlight. Yeah. A bong. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Back when I used to smoke. But no, it's, it's you have such funny, you know, funny stories. So you have a balance right now. So you do Im- impound and nursing. Mm-hmm. And somebody explained it to me that works in the Claremont Village, Ronnie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. She was like, you have the perfect balance of feminine and masculine mm-hmm. jobs. Mm-hmm. Nursing is like where I get to have my feminine energy and like really love on people, treat them well, make them feel good. And then the other job where I get to kind of be a bad bitch. Yeah, I like that, too. I I get down with that for sure. Where kind of like people look at you like, damn, I wouldn't expect you here. And you're like, exactly. That excites me that you're like, I wouldn't expect to see this pretty girl who has nice skin up in a yard, you know, when you're like. I do it all. I do it both. It mm-hmm. feeds the different sides of your totally. yes. personality. It's all about balance. Life yeah. is all about balance. So back to the nursing though. So my aunt and uncle were like, go to nursing school. You can do so many things with it. And I always had a passion for plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery. Mm-hmm. Even when I was young, I was like, if I was going to be a doctor, I'd want to be doing like facelifts. And Interesting. As a young kid. Jobs. And I was fascinated by it. Like I loved the modeling aspects of things. Like I just... I love beauty, like face facial beauty. So I was like, maybe I could just be an aesthetic nurse. Mm-hmm. So well, when you first graduated from nursing school, did mm-hmm. you go straight into aesthetics? I did, but I also went straight to a hospital because okay. I think it's so important for young new nurses to really get that hospital experience. It makes you a better multitasker. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to go straight to med surge, but I mean... You need that hospital and that clinical experience. Well, what's med surge since I'm not. So the medical medical surgical unit, I never did it because I don't like being around people for long periods of time. (laughs) You have to be like, hit it and quit it. Let's go. What do you do do in med surge where you have to be around people? You're you're taking care of people in the hospital for if it's a few days, a few weeks, up to a few months sometimes. Um, So I went the emergency room route and that was super fun. Okay. That makes sense. So, um. 
I I dabbled in medicine as a volunteer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I dabbled in medicine uh, as a high school volunteer at San Antonio. And the most coveted volunteer position was the ER. Because it's fun. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. And, the only, and it's funny because the only spot that was available was like Friday night. And I was like, hell no, I'm not going to sacrifice my party time to go volunteer. So I took like pediatrics, which I was like not interested eh, in. Yeah. But um, so the ER, so these people are in and out, hit and quit. You're not yeah. spending a whole bunch of time you're getting just, their visitors in. Yep. You're just yeah. stabilizing your patient and getting them onto their next location. To the floor or so I And I really like that because I'm, I'm like to do things quickly and efficiently. Love it. Uh, like love Aaron. it. Like, yeah. So I, I loved ER. It was great. I loved night shift. I love dealing with like difficult cases and kind of crazy people. It's really fun for me to have a challenge of dealing with a difficult person. Yeah. Which you kind of just have to adjust your own attitude and say, oh, it's an opportunity to try to make someone feel better. Help. That's them such along. a great way to look at it because you can spin it the other way and get mm-hmm. so frustrated and angry in the same oh, exact yeah. situation. And then it just brings your psyche down. And I did that too. Like, I mean, that has happened. But then I was like, this is going to lead to a lot of burnout Mm -hmm. if I keep that attitude up. So I really had to adjust my focus and the way I looked at things. And it's hard as a new nurse. And that's where aesthetics came in. And it was such a sigh of relief every day that I went to my aesthetics job Mm -hmm. because it was happy. People were there that wanted to come and see you. They were looking forward to seeing you each Mm -hmm. week or whenever they came to visit. Whereas ER, people don't want to see you there. No, they're they mad. don't want to be there. Well, they don't care who you are. That's like Dr. Majestic. She, she, when she started out in ER medicine, where she was like, I never saw the same or the people she did see on a regular basis. It was problematic because yeah. yes. they made it like a hotel or they the just frequent flyers. Oh, frequent flyers. So let me ask you this. So working in ER, what was like your first like scary moment where you're like, this is intense and I don't know if I can. I uh, It's so my very, very first day as an ER nurse And this is where like intuition, like Mm. if you're a new nurse, like listen to your gut. This is where I learned this lesson. I had a patient. It was my first day hired at a local community hospital. I'm still like a baby nurse. I've never been a real nurse. I'm using my license for the first day ever. Mm. I'm in there with my, like my trainer and this one weird patient, she was about to be discharged. Something was going on. She literally, I had a weird feeling. So I walked back in a room. She had hung herself in the room. It was like 7.30 in the morning. So I literally only met this lady for a half hour. And I had three other patients. She hung herself in the hospital room. (gasps) And I was the first to see her. So I screamed for my charge nurse, like screamed and ran over to her. And like my charge nurse, luckily, was a really strong man. He picked her up and like we were able to untangle her. And she woke up like I did a really hard sternal rub and I saw every blood vessel pop in her eyes like it was I get chills thinking about it every time because it was so traumatic. And I remember my mom, I called her that night like, mom, I think I want to quit. I can't do this. First day nurse. Like this lady like went on a 5150 hold right after that. And I was with her all day as a babysitter. Like a sitter. Whoa. Um, like it was horrible. But if you didn't use your intuition. Exactly. I you, literally she, just had minutes. this weird inkling. She wasn't, she was getting discharged. She was ready to go. And it was 730. <gasps> so I had just received like report from the first nurse of the night shift. And they were like, yeah, she's going to go home. We're waiting for her paperwork from the doctor. Barely knew this lady. And I walked in and she was like, what was she? Did she come uh-huh. in on something like psych related? No. No, it was some, like a 
she, it was weird because it was like kind of panic attack, but she was having chest pain that night, I think. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh no, you have anxiety. Like everything's fine. Oh but my it was, gosh. That was wow. my first I can't believe she survived. as a nurse. Yeah. It, it was, it was incredible. And she's like talking to me that day, like. And I was like, "That this is my first day." She said, "I'm so sorry." She like, apologized. Wow. And I went uh. and checked on her once, like a few days later, in the ICU. Just she was on a hold, and that's why I think she was in the ICU bed. But yeah. And was wow. your nurse, your charge nurse, was like, "Sorry about that." Yeah. And the doctor I worked with never worked another day shift. I worked night shift with him a lot, and he said, "Morgan, that was the scariest." Oh my like, gosh, we, even like, he was oh, scared. He was, we literally like commiserated over it for years because we were like, that was the craziest day. And you still, so after that, yeah. you're like, ain't no thing. But so anytime we get like a psych patient, they'd be like, Morgan, your patient's here. So, but I took that as a challenge. Like yeah. it really, it almost knocked me down and said, I don't want to be a nurse. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was scary. And so how wow. long, how long were you in the ER as a nurse out of nursing school? I was there for about four years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you like night shift? I did. I switched from day shift to night shift. Yeah. Because yeah. it's more mellow, right? Or it's more chill? Um, it's a little crazier when you go on to your shift and then it calms down usually. Mm -hmm. But we never say quiet. We never say, is it busy? Because like, then just then the it hell then it blows loose. up. Um, but I really enjoyed my team. I liked the night shift crew. Mm -hmm. There wasn't as many suits at the hospital administrators, so it was a little more chill. Yeah. You could have your water bottle on your desk and not get written up. <laughs> oh, snap. They get down like that? Yeah. You weren't allowed mm -hmm. to have anything out. Rules. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so how, how do your nurses do all those TikToks then? <laughs> <laughs> they have their little like... Ugh, yeah, their little uh, self. Well, they're just not drinking water where like patient care is. Oh, or, like, okay, yeah, they say, like eat where you're charting water. and stuff. You can't have water out yeah. usually. Oh, I think crazy. after COVID, all those rules went out the door when you could like rewear N95 masks yeah, and disposable I masks. Agree. I'm really grateful I wasn't. That sounds bad, but I wasn't in the hospital during all of this. No, you know we're you know like, we're in the process of hiring, and everyone yeah. I interview is like, they they say they tell it to me, but they have reservations. They're like. I don't, I'm not trying to like, there's this guilt associated yeah. with it. Like I'm just so burnt out with working in the yeah, hospital. Totally. Like my unit is about to turn into another COVID unit and I just can't do it. So I, I don't, so I'm not sad. a quitter, but yeah. I'm like, They've, I get it. I get it. Hospitals have really burnt out their employees and yes. I feel, I feel really sad for them. And I had a lot of opportunities to go, but I was like, you know, family. And at the end of the day, your sanity comes first. Mm -hmm. And well, working night yeah. shifts will chip away like uh at your life a little bit if you have yeah, unless can. you have a partner who is a night shifter too yeah yeah it can but it was overall like a really great experience oh, i like awesome. er yeah. so how did you get into aesthetics or you you knew the whole yeah. time you wanted yeah. to so i i always had a love for aesthetics and i worked with a doctor in the er actually that owned a few med spas so he was always letting me pick his brain and finally i went to the lady that I really liked that did my Botox for the first time. And I said, how do I do what you do? Like, mm -hmm. I want to come and learn from you. And she was super gracious. And she said, sure. Like, and I said, can I come shadow you? And she agreed. Mm -hmm. And I ended up working for her for quite a while and just like kind of as an intern. So I didn't get paid. Mm -hmm. I just kind of hustled for a few months, learned as much as I could about lasers and different things little bit of Botox, a little bit of filler, mm -hmm. but was really like laser heavy. But that was a great foundation for me. And then I started getting paid a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. So it was nice. So Did you guys hear that? I know. I was going to say, Aaron was like, <laughs> turn that up. Rewind, Selecta. Hello. Yeah. Repeat that. So when, uh, 
Oh, it's so hard to find a job. Oh yeah. People only hire for with experience. Mm-hmm. Uh no. It's like you gotta you yeah. gotta there you go. More so Morgan yeah. hustled by yeah. networking with people she worked with in her yeah. non-aesthetic job, which mm-hmm. opened the next door, which yeah. opened the door with a treat person she paid yeah. for her treatment with. She grinded, she volunteered, and then she eked her way in. You're not gonna get paid a hundred thousand no. dollars right out the bat no with way. no experience. And it was very it was little money, but I was really enjoying like getting to know my clients and getting to know the med spa world, talking to the reps. Like I was introduced to a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful to that nurse practitioner that, you know, gave me that opportunity. Yeah. So that was really good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so, so great. And then you, did you work for her for a little I bit? I did for a little while. And then I took on a larger role at my hospital job. So that kind of went away. I wasn't picking up as many shifts as the, at the aesthetic place. So I wanted to make sure I was getting all my things done at the hospital. I was being mm-hmm. trained as like, they call it housing supervisor. So mm. I was trying to really like kind of see if I Wanted to be in a manager role mm-hmm. in the mm, hospital That's very common with nurses, yeah. right? and it was fun because, I mean, I do like being a leader and making decisions, but it wasn't – I still always went back to aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just a better fit for me. You knew. Mm-hmm. It was a calling. Yeah. Yeah, and well, so, that's great that you put in work. You know, a lot yeah. of people need to hear that. I mean, I don't think people ask much these days, like, how, how can I become an injector? If they do, it's just like mm-hmm. – uh, are, we just respond to like, are you kidding me? I get you want to see our DMs? It's crazy. Oh, you do? Every day, and every I, day. And I feel bad, but I can't even like answer these questions all the time this because is, no. it's very simple. Like go to an injector that you respect or that you like, or that you pay to see mm-hmm. and like get Botox with them and talk to them about it when you're getting your treatment done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the best way. Like my next job when I was like, eh, housing supervisor, nursing, eh, I'll go back to aesthetics. I applied as a front desk person mm-hmm. at a medical spa that Hell was like yeah. up and coming. And I was like, I'll do anything. Like I'll mop the floor. Can I just like be in this office and learn from you? And that was my next opportunity. So yeah, get your foot in the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, but it didn't pay you the same as your hospital job. Heck no. I had to Sit keep my hospital down. job. But that's yeah. what people, they, yeah. they can't see the bigger picture. They can't yeah. see the forest through the trees. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I need this. I'm, I am worth this. We talk about our worth, but I think when you're yeah. trying to break into an industry, it's different. It's hard. You have to humble yourself a little bit. You do. And grind it out. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get the experience. Yeah. And I was super, I'm super grateful for everything I've learned from the people that have, you know, taken me under their wing. But one day the the clouds are going to part and Aaron Jensen's going to call you and say, <laughs> do you want to come and work at the treatment? Like you got to put yeah, in, your, you got to pay your dues. And she's definitely not going to be saying to that, that the bitches in her DM that are like, how can I be you? How can I be you? I mean, if you, if you're relying, I'm sorry, if, if you guys don't know anything about Aaron Jensen, you do not waste her time with questions that could be answered through a slight Google search. Like that's the quickest way to get her to leave you on red. Straight up. So it's like... I don't have the unread feature because I don't have enough followers. I know. you got. I need get, to get the 10K to... Yeah. <laughs> but I heard if you, people can still see you read it, even if you unread it. Oh. No, I don't think so. No? I'm in trouble. I read them you all un- the time. I read them all the time. I forget to respond. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yes, I totally agree with that, Megan. If you can Google it, like, can a nurse 
inject Botox in California? I'm like, girl, like I'm not Google. That's a Google thing. Mm -hmm. I do have people reach out and like ask if I do trainings or private trainings or I want to pay you to get your advice. Can I pay you for a phone call? And it's not about the money. That's not Mm -hmm. what it's about. But it's like you're putting forth some type of effort to show like I have some skin invested in this game. And I think that's how you move forward. Oh, that's good. They offer, they throw some money at you. You should give me a percentage of that. (laughs) I'll let you take the phone call first. (laughs) I'll do a fielding call and then you can give me a little (laughs) cut of that and i'll just be like listen girl i'm just giving you a heads up she is ferocious so you better not ask her (laughs) dumb questions or she'll chop she'll chew you up and spit you out just letting you know no probably not but yeah i think the people bottom line and we've talked about this before too in other episodes is like if you take the easy soft way by just dming aaron jensen while you're in bed being like hey how do i be you you can you are not capable of this job like don't even No. no you are not capable of being an aesthetic injector because it's competitive as fuck Everyone wants to do this. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be in aesthetics because it is fantastic. It is. It's There's fun. so many. It is. You you bring like you said when you walk into a room, they're like, "Yay!" People yeah. don't do that when you're in an ER. Like, no. "Yay!" You're walking into my room. Give me my catheter now. Yeah, they're like throwing stuff. Or like, at give me my like, icky medicine. Yeah, they're like, "Fuck you!" Great. She's gonna stick a tube up my butt. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Every nurse wants to get into aesthetics, yes, yes. but it's like that's why you have to step it up even harder and like bring your A game. Yes. And just being like, I have a I have a nursing degree. Like, give me an aesthetics job. No. That's not how. It, and it never be. works that way. But like, I love Brie, our new nurse yes. in Redlands. She was my patient for a long time. And we would like use her appointment times to talk about aesthetic nursing mm. and what she could do. And I'd be like, you need to woo Aaron. <laughs> and she'd be like, girl, I got it. Like, she did I'd woo be me. like, send in a video. Yes. Like you need to apply. Like, and she is a freaking rock star. She is amazing. Did I tell you, I don't know if I told the story. So uh, Emily, our front desk in Claremont comes up and she's like, Aaron, someone brought you a present. And I'm like, huh? She's like, they, she wants to give it to you though. I'm like, oh, that's nice. You know, okay. Like, sure. say no to a present. So I walk up front. <laughs> it was her resume wrapped in a mint green bow and she hand delivered it. Girl, you cannot be mad at that one bit. No, You're and like, she's like, <sighs> I wanted to give this to you personally. I really admire the treatment. I hope one day I can work with you. And at first I was like, Girl, you sneaky. And I was she, like, I know. I was gonna say, who is she? But she goes for what she, she wants. Yeah, she goes yeah. for what she wants. She yes. is a go-getter, yes. and like she would use our appointment times to like pick my brain. Yes. And like at the end of the day, they're here for our time. Yes. Like they're. But that is respectful. Getting, that yeah. You know, she is. Uh, you are giving her service. She's paying mm-hmm. for it, and yeah, you're, she's essentially like dual therapy time or like advice yeah. time and treatment not yeah. just expecting you to write a whole dissertation in your dm answering totally. her questions no she she's a rock star yes yeah yes. i'm and proud so of her she's an example yeah. of someone who came from a non-aesthetic mm-hmm. non-aesthetic ex- yeah experience and now she's our aesthetic nurse and we're happy to train and like teach and yes help someone grow their career but show me some tenacity mm-hmm. personality yeah I want to yeah, see, that's I want to see something. I would do. Bring me some mint presents. With yes. <laughs> it just takes a mint bow. It just to, seriously wrap it up with the bow. She literally did that. A mint bow. That's amazing. Yes. So you, uh, so so yeah, you you realize that. I mean, because I hear I'm not a nurse, but I hear about it enough to where burnout is a real thing. So with aesthetics, you know, how's your life, your work life balance now? I love it. Like, <laughs> but it it does come with like you have to know when like how to protect your energy mm-hmm. feel grounded like i am a total introvert mm-hmm. and i recharge by myself same like i am not a people person naturally yeah i'm really good at being around people but 
I, it drains me at the end of the day sometimes mm-hmm. if I'm not like careful. Yes. So, and that's true for a lot of people in any diff- any career really. So it's a good work-life balance. I'm able to leave aesthetics at the treatment when I leave work. I don't have so many worries where nursing at a hospital is really hard. You're worrying about your patients way after you leave them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's life it's a, and death situations. Yeah, totally. Where if you, you know, their skin's a little more red, it does stress you out. You want your patients to have yeah. the best outcome, but yeah. it's not as heavy mm-hmm. as, as other totally. stuff. Yeah. Totally. So I learned about Morgan through the grapevine. <laughs> um, I, so, so one thing that I really like to do is that I like to find people and find positions for them. I'm not always like, well, we do higher positions. Like we need a nurse or we need an mm-hmm. injector or we need a front desk. But if I find someone special, I literally have a notes app or like an, a note on my notes app. That's like people, like people I know, people I've met. And you were a person that kept coming up in conversations about like, do you know this girl? She's amazing. I see her at this other place. And, you know, I heard Morgan wasn't, you know, uh, working at this other place anymore. And I reached out to her mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I'm Aaron. I've heard a lot of good things about you. Like, let's yep. meet up. Let's chat. What's going on with life? Mm-hmm. And it was just, I think, the right place and right time in both of our situations. Totally. And it was an easy, easy transition for sure. I'm super grateful. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. happy to have you. Yeah. No, it was in that's, I think life opens up these opportunities sometimes where something really bad can happen. And it's kind of about like looking at it for the big picture. And back then, like I was, I was going through a difficult time, but then this amazing opportunity happened and it just changes your life and it changes how you think about things. And that's the best advice I could give a new nurse. Like it's going to get better. But mm-hmm. you do have to learn some hard lessons. Mm-hmm. Somebody might try to hang yourself in your hospital oh room. God, <laughs> or, so you know, dark. you might lose a job. Like anything can happen. But it's all but for the best. It's it all is. learning. If your life was so flowery your whole life, mm-hmm. that's kind of a boring ass existence. Like if you don't have totally. that struggle, you don't toughen and you don't learn those lessons. And it, it does. It sucks at the time. Yep. But you wouldn't be the same person that you are today if you hadn't gone through that. This totally. wouldn't be as good for you if you hadn't seen what, what is bad, bad out yeah, there. Totally. You know? Totally. Because there's some shitty shit out there and everything, every medical industry, every mm-hmm. industry. A- aesthetics isn't all perfect. No, that's for it sure. Is not. There's some mm. bad some bad things no. can happen. And but. I think that's an, uh, another good tip to bring up is that if you are working in a toxic work environment, especially mm-hmm. in aesthetics too, yeah. where it's all about like sales and the business and pressure, 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 oh, yeah. that's not good. Oh my gosh. I have a before and after of like myself <laughs> of when I was hating life. Like I just didn't like my job. Like, and it was an aesthetics. Like I just was not happy where mm-hmm. I was at. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're not getting treated well, all this stuff. And then I have another picture after working at the treatment for six months. Mind you, it's not filler and Botox Botox that's changing. It's like happiness. Like you can really see it on people's faces. Mm -hmm. So I tell like my new nurses that I talk to, like pay your dues, get your stuff done. But your life is what you're going to make of it. And your Mm -hmm. career is exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you are with us at the treatment two days a week. Yes. When you are seeing and treating your patients, what is your favorite treatment to do on patients? That's easy. Microneedling. It's a game changer. <laughs> I, Queen I of microneedling. I love <laughs> microneedling. From the first time I had it done on me, like 
years and years ago. I mean, it was really painful back in the day. uh, Morgan goes in. (laughs) Morgan, that forehead, you're like, Jesus, she is in my soul. (laughs) I was trying to tell Aaron, get me a new microneedling pen. Oh, yes. Okay. We had this (laughs) microneedling pen and I don't know, like it just got like the tips. They changed manufacturers. It was a little funky. And Morgan's like, you need a new pen. I'm like, girl, those are like a few thousand dollars. Uh, Okay. And then she did it on me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is you're getting a new pen. You're getting a new pen. It was nasty. It was like, just not. Well, just, it just, the technology had kind of changed. Like we, there was better options out there. Yes. And so we got Morgan a very nice, all the offices, a nice new pen. It still fucking hurts because Morgan gets Results. We are results driven. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, we know you can, you're strong when you come yeah, and see us. I, when people are here, I tell them like, I am here as your nurse to challenge your skin and I'm going to push mm-hmm. you past your limit, but then you're going to love me after in a few weeks when you mm-hmm. heal. So okay, so to our listeners describe what is microneedling? So microneedling, I love it. It's a natural way to induce collagen. Mm-hmm. So we're creating this small like micro injury for your body to start healing itself naturally. So this is a good option for somebody that like we're in Claremont. It's a granola area. Mm-hmm. I love it because it's a granola treatment. We're tricking your body into doing what it's supposed to do. And that's mm-hmm. heal itself. Yeah. And it's so a whole little, bunch of just little needles poking yeah, at your the skin. The device we use has 14 like they're like hair fine needles. They're mm-hmm. so, so they're small. So they have 14 little needles and they work it their way around on a little machine that looks like a pen. And yeah, we just kind of go to town on your face yeah. with some needles yeah, yeah. it's like pokes go, your skin at hundreds it's of uncom- times per second yeah it's uncomfortable the forehead is the worst so i always like numb the forehead no it's for- not the upper lip is the worst that's pretty bad the upper lip is like i don't oh, know God. we should take a pull though i think the forehead I think is you the worst. maybe too much filler in there and it's like making it too sensitive <laughs> it's all your shitty bootleg ass filler that you find I just, years I ago i dissolve the no, old yeah, all, mixtures no i feel like just all the just like when you get like your upper lip anything waxed yeah. electrolyte upper lip is sensitive but yeah. that forehead is like there's no fat maybe to i just have a fatter forehead so i don't feel as much <laughs> you guys have thin foreheads for me i'm like i got a fat forehead i don't feel shit but yeah microneedling is one of those things uh, that it's um you go in but you kind of just grin and bear it because this is the other thing or you could spend the same amount of money on something that will take you like twice or three times as long yeah. to get results on yes because yes. you're like oh it hurts it hurts like listen mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt yes for the textural changes like acne scars or anything that's really textured on the skin like fine lines wrinkles microneedling is where it's at mm-hmm. and it's such a good result for the price point yes you're not spending five thousand dollars on this deep laser and, treatment with subpar results mm-hmm. and the downtime i feel like is almost easier than anything even a chemical peel agreed because microneedling it's like you're the worst it's gonna look the worst right after Mm -hmm. and each day thereafter it gets better and better where a chemical peel is hard because you look pretty good the first two days and then you're busted three days later like peeling microneedling you can still wear some makeup a few hours like 24 to 48 hours later and it's it's a really good Mm-hmm. Really good treatment. So we do microneedling with just a lubricant glide to help the yes. pen glide. Yeah. But we also do it with something else called PRFM. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. PRFM is an amazing addition to microneedling. Um, what we do is we draw either one or two vials of blood, not too much. Um, and we use a little butterfly needle. So people that are nervous, 
It's really not a big deal. Not at um, all. Mm-hmm. So we draw a little bit of blood. We put that in the centrifuge and spin it down to separate the platelet-rich plasma from the red blood cells. And we get this beautiful liquid gold. Mm-hmm. Liquid gold can be used for the microneedling process, but we can also inject that into the face. Mm-hmm. And that's so, the PRFM, the liquid gold. Yep. So we add a little stabilizing agent to the PRP, which then creates PRFM platelet-rich fibrin matrix. It's kind of crazy to say. You sound Uh, so smart though when you say it. (laughs) Yeah. So I love to do that to inject in the under eye area. It really helps with the skin like thickening. Mm -hmm. Where filler, it works great if you're very hollow, but this is more a treatment for your skin texture, Mm -hmm. Um, the crepiness. uh, That's what I think most people need in their mm -hmm. under eye area. When they come into me saying they look tired, Filler, like you said, can help Mm -hmm. hollowness. But if you smile and it's just like crinkly and you can like pull your skin and it's a little loose, PRFM is such the way to go because it's very natural result. It's It's your own body. Yeah, it's natural. It can get super close to the inside of the eye and Mm -hmm. the little canthus. And it's it's a great treatment. I love it. It's a you can bruise. That's the one yes, downside. Yes, it's very safe, but I can give some mean black eyes. Well, I've, I've had I've, I've had a Morgan hair. black eye or two in my life, <laughs> but I love it. So you inject it, but how do you use it with microneedling? So with microneedling, if I'm injecting it or if I'm just using it for microneedling, we use that as our glide on the surface of the skin. Mm-hmm. So when those needles are puncturing the skin, they're actually pushing that PRFM into the skin. Oh, got it. And then you're putting it on and kind of rubbing it yep. around and microneedling over it. You're putting it in it. those little t- tiny like micro channels that you've just created. You're putting that PRFM in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. liquid gold into those little pokes. And it does. If people are super concerned with downtime, PRFM does cut downtime. Mm. It helps your body heal a little faster. Mm-hmm. What does a downtime look like? So that day you look a little red and beat up. Yep. It can even be some bruising, okay. even with just microneedling it by itself. You can have some bruising, some little tiny baby bruises. They almost look like hickeys. Mm-hmm. So that's super common. Um, little tiny scabs on the next day or the day after. Lots of redness. That's number one. You're going to look like you have a bad sunburn. Mm-hmm. And it might not be even. You might notice it more on your forehead mm-hmm. or your nose than you do your cheeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I love about microneedling is that you can seriously the next day nobody can tell. Where yeah. chemical mm-hmm. peels are like a crapshoot. You like don't mm-hmm. know. You might not peel at all. You might peel like crazy. You yeah. don't know when. Whereas microneedling, it just continues to get better. Yeah. But they but microneedling and chemical peels treat you know different things. Yeah. So totally. if you can't afford it, do it all. <laughs> like <laughs> just get it all done. But you know that's what I tell my patients a lot. They're like, well, what should I do? And I usually say, if your budget allows, you totally. should do all of this. Totally. And so that's kind of the fine line that we walk to is that. Everyone has a budget, right? So Mm -hmm. you don't want to be like, you should do it all because, you know, I don't want you pulling out three credit cards to pay for your microneedling either. You just have to find the balance of whatever we recommend. It is within, it will benefit you. It's within the natural look that we're aesthetic that we go for. Um, But again, yes, if you're, if you got the budget. Yeah. And that's what I tell people if they want to try microneedling and they're really struggling to afford it, like save up, do just microneedling by itself. And if, you know, the money's flowing, then add the PRFM next time. Yeah. Like, do what's not going to hurt your mm-hmm. yeah. hurt your lifestyle too yes. much. Like, there's no what, reason to go What is the debt. price difference? Microneedling is $350 a treatment yeah, at our PRFM office. PRFM microneedling is $700. Yes. And if you add the injections of PRFM to the under eye area or anywhere in the face, it's an additional $250. Yeah, so it's good. Say so, if you're on a budget mm-hmm. and you want to do it 
a month or two before your daughter gets married. Yeah. Like, and you can save up for a special treatment then. But if your budget allows, you can do the PRFM every treatment. Yep. Yeah. And it's important to note, like microneedling is one of those things that should be done in multiple sessions, like Mm -hmm. series. So Aaron talks about this a lot. Like if budget is something important to you, microneedling is 350. Instead of doing once you're like, okay, I got 400 bucks to play with, you know, like that's my budget. Instead of doing one microneedling, maybe doing two or three Jesner's peels would be better depending on yeah, it's something we get and figure out what your needs are. But yeah. if you have pitted acne scars, that, the Jesner pills, isn't going to really no, help that. No, if you have, yeah, if you have ice pick acne scars, microneedling is where it's at for sure. So yeah, some people are like, well, tell me what, tell me what to do. And it's like, what's most important to you? If yes. you're a good candidate for both hyperpigmentation and acne scars, you know. Oh, I think even going back and forth too. Yeah, yeah. like alternating. doing a Jesner's and then microneedling next time. But our yeah. money doesn't grow on trees. So if you got this, your OnlyFans popping, I well they took away they took away nudity. <laughs> so, I'm fucked. Yeah, your no. pasties out. I have your diamond pasties in my closet somewhere. Somewhere Havasu pasties. Oh girl, you know I have that picture. Don't get me started oh, on Havasu you have pasties. She has it. She's using that um, as blackmail. I don't care. Put that on the internet. I it's look fucking Megan good. Megan looks hot. She's diamond pasties on DJing on a boat in Havasu, sober. Yeah. And she looks damn good. Annie was there. She could attest. I, Annie, Annie, Annie was in some Annie pasties too. Injector, she's <laughs> in. <laughs> she all all yeah, she, we don't worry. We're not going to put up Annie, Annie's pictures. But yeah, Annie was up on that bitch with her boat. I'm sorry. Singing some Britney. Yeah. We were, we were listening to something, some hip hop, some E-40 or something. It was something. so good. It was great. So yeah, that's out there. So Aaron, if you want to post it, that's fine. Go ahead. It happens. I'll Perfect. save it for episode 100. <laughs> Oh my god my pasty reveal <laughs> so anyway so you love microneedling but what else do you do i kind of do everything mm-hmm. just kind of like in life i do everything yeah. a little bit of everything <laughs> botox i've been grandfathered in by aaron to continue seeing my normal patients yes for botox and yes fillers, so, so in um you know we talk about on this episode or, or on other episodes about in the state of california mm-hmm. nurses pas nurse practitioners physicians can do injectable dermal injectables yep. um just at with the laws in California, you know, how our office structure is, is that it is PAs, NPs, and um, physicians who do most of the injectables mm-hmm. in the office. Morgan is experienced. She comes from another office that does it. So mm-hmm. our the other nurses in the office don't do it. They focus more yep. on the medical skincare side of things, but Morgan does have her clients that she's seen for a long, long time that yep. have kind of come over and she takes care of them. Yeah. yeah. It's, I love to do it all, but microneedling, um, Botox fillers, fun, dermaplaning, cortisone injections, yeah. B12 shots. Yeah, little, you like it all. A little bit of everything. Yeah. I, this... My day always looks different, and that's really fun. Yeah. It's not the same thing over and over. Nope, it doesn't feel monotonous, and it's it's a good time. Yeah. Or just PRFM injections by themselves. Oh, yes. That's which... another thing for some people who mm-hmm. are, or like maybe people who are nursing or pregnant, and they can't. They don't want to endure the discomfort of microneedling without numbing cream. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, I can't get filler. I can't get Botox. What can I do? And you're yep. like, let me draw your blood, get some liquid gold, and we can inject that in yeah. your under eyes. And it's pretty comfortable. People are surprised like, oh, the under eyes don't hurt that badly. No. Like They really, really don't. don't. No, we use tiny. The Up in the, oh. the hairline kind of is spicy. Yeah, hair restoration. That's an incredible one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I t- forgot t- to tell us about, about that. that. So we use PRFM. We draw your blood. 
use that and we inject into the scalp and the hairline for anybody that's thinning or having hair loss. I recommend doing it before your all of your hair is gone. Yes. But we do have a few clients that have noticed some really good growth and their hair was almost completely gone. Wow. Really? That makes me so yes. excited and, and so they, happy. Like this is a treatment I feel like a lot of my male clients start with PRFM in their hair for their hair restoration. But then they're like, oh, what could it do for my face? Yes, You baby. like creep it down like, yeah. oh, yes, that was right. They'll, they'll say, okay, let's do another tube and you'll do one in my hair and one in my face. And they look so much younger. Mm-hmm. Get a little more like, hair, a little less wrinkles. Little, yeah. And they're they're hesitant. They're, they don't want to do Botox. They don't want to do filler. It's their own and body And they're like, product. they know how to kind of deal with it because they've done it in their scalp and they're so happy mm-hmm. when they... That's awesome. Take it to the next level. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. when you go from like washing your face with the sliver of Irish spring <laughs> to getting PRFM, you're like, holy shit, I look good. It's like, yeah, dude, imagine. And that's great. It's a great option for people who, for whatever reason, don't want uh, toxins or filler. Mm-hmm. It's it's all good. It's your own. It's from your own body. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that's, yeah, that's cool. We offer that. But some people are like, no, nah, give me the Botox and the filler. It's yeah. all good. That's good, too. You could like just put it all together, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> A little this, a little that. Okay, so Morgan, we ask this usually to all of our our guests, this question. I didn't even prep you on it, but we have to ask it. So what does treat yourself mean to you? Uh, Or what does it look like? That's a good question. What it looks like. Time by myself, Mm -hmm. for sure. Like, if I was having a treat yourself day, it would be like maybe getting a massage, and just kind of hanging out with my dog by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I the love same alone time. I love to journal. I love to just kind of play with my crystals. <laughs> like, yeah, girl, that's like, so cute. Meditate. Like I just, I really just like to I'm the, have quiet time. Yeah, I'm the same mm-hmm. way. I'm happiest when I'm alone. Sorry, Erin. I like to clean. <laughs> you just crazy. You come yeah. see me when you need your laundry done. Yeah, I was going to bring my sheets tonight, but then you told me that the we weren't recording where your laundry is. So I was like, I'm not going to bring my sheets. <laughs> you were going to do your laundry while we were podcast recording? Absolutely. It's called Efficiency. You did an episode on it. And you have but, a few washing and dry, washers and dryers. Yeah, it's a laundry mat. Yep. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you, um, Morgan, is that I'm a gregarious introvert, mm-hmm. which sounds yeah, like I got it. Yeah, no, but I, I on the outside, I can appear to be very gregarious, and but no, when mm-hmm. I, I need to recharge alone. I don't yeah. like to hang out in places. I don't like to kick it with company. No, it's like leave me alone. I put my phone on silent. Yeah. I let my emergency contacts call me if there's something life or death. But otherwise, yeah, that's yeah. my happy place alone. Me too. I love it totally. That's how I get through my long weeks of work sometimes. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just need a day by myself. Yeah. And I go rogue. Yes. <laughs> we love it. Everybody needs to go rogue a little bit. <laughs> unless, you know, unless you're Aaron and everyone is pulling at you at all, all ed- angles and <laughs> but stuff. But isn't Aaron an earth sign too? Like she's, yeah, she's yeah, a no, Capricorn. I, okay. You know, I, I think as I have gotten older too, mm-hmm. my, I want my, my circle is smaller. Mm-hmm. So like I am happy. It's like, just hanging out with my kids or my husband, yeah. you know, it's fun. I have fun. Like I just went on a girlfriend's trip not too long ago, but yeah. do I want to go out to dinner with all my girlfriends every week? No. You know, I yeah. just, yeah. Some personality types are different. I'm, I'm yeah. way more, the road narrows yes. with age. Same. It's it like quality versus quality quantity. Over quantity. So I'm the we same. We have so many people that feel the same though in the office. Like yeah. we have so many Tauruses. 
Really? We like, do. So many. Like all yeah. of us are like May, isn't it? Like Doctor Majestic. Yes. Yep. Annie. Yes. Me. Yep. Like uh, Jackie, isn't she in May also? Yeah. We're all like we're right d- okay. there. Well, we're going on a, a medical provider retreat next uh-huh. month. Megan is tech coming along, of course, <laughs> of somehow. Course. Um, but I think we're gonna do some personality testing when we're yeah. up there. So we'll have to. Divulge, a lot of us are dive. like we don't like people but we work with people all day long and we love them mm-hmm. i feel like all of the medical injectors are kind of like that yeah you know no not in a bad way but no one is like life of the party you know like mm-hmm. yeah i think there's all a very similar vibe like there's nobody that sticks out like as an outlier it's kind of like everyone is kind of on the same wavelength yeah i think no one has ego we yeah. have a really good team. I just oh did. god! If anybody it's had, uh, there's not enough room. There's only me. There's not enough room for any more ego. I'm sorry. The place would explode. We have Megan and Nico's Aries, and like no. that's it, right? And Nico, no. I need to check Nico's, Nico's rising in his moon because he's I don't know. Calm though, too. Yes. Yeah. Like I, he must have some sort of like Pisces in him or something because I'm double Aries Capricorn. So like I'm shit. fire on fire on center of attention on headstrong I'm on and but then the Capricorn is how I see myself very pragmatic very driven mm-hmm. money blah 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 but no if there's an injector in, I try to make Aaron more, more egotistic <laughs> no. I try to like hype her up and be like Aaron you're the baddest bitch that touched a needle and she's oh. like no I'm not stop <laughs> I'm like no Aaron you are like do you understand and she's just so humble it's like I so like I, that's why I couldn't be an injector because I would be like making my own courses and having my own jet You'd have with a my selfie face light on it when you're like injecting yeah. to get the good I, light on you I would be the worst <laughs> fucking like combination of like Julie Horn meets Swift Dr. Swift meets all these people like I'm just a monster but everyone wants to like learn from me that's why I'm not an injector you'd be at every conference I, oh Picture Plastin. I would just, what would be your walking song to uh, your conference? Like, bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. I'd be like, bring your wallets out. Bring your wallets out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, you want to watch me inject some chick on a stage? And you Actually, I'm not even injecting because I can't legally do it in Europe. But you know what I mean? There's oh just gosh. so many inside jokes. Probably some of you listeners are like, what? But when you have a sister who like is, is injecting, you pick up all these weird personalities who offer these courses and stuff. And Aaron's it just. It is a trip. There's a lot of an industry. So mm-hmm. I think the problem is there is no direct training, like formal training for aesthetics. There's no college, yeah. there's no certificate. Yeah. So everyone kind of makes their own thing. And then it is kind of these personalities that mm-hmm. are training everyone. And you're like, but what do they say is right? Or do they know? Yeah. Wow, they look kind of like a little crazy or they seem really nice. I, uh, it just Lots of different lot. styles. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's why you yes, need to like is. go and put, get your foot in at a medical spa because then the, the trainers will come to you. Yes. Like the Aaron Jensen, Galderma, the Vanessa Al- Lees will come Allergan. to you. I yeah. mean, the, they'll yeah, they, bring everyone to come and they'll train pay me you. to train you, train you. So then that's you don't what, have to go and search for that's it. That's what Aaron much. says too. And people are like, which, which course, listen, if you, if you have money burning a hole in your pocket, go ahead and go to Dr. Swift's course and yeah. open up cadaver heads and all that shit. Go for it. But mm. when you work for a, a medical spa, like Allergan has people on payroll, yeah. like coming through being like, let's practice, let's do demos, let's get a trainer. I have this, she's an okay trainer. Her name's Erin Jensen. She can come through to the <laughs> office. I'm just kidding. Who is this she's the most sought after she is not a doctor. trainer. She, so, you know, like, yeah, go ahead and go to all these yeah, training sessions. The best experience is working somewhere. 
Yeah, exactly. You learn more totally. working somewhere than you do from a four-hour course. Absolutely, with me. absolutely. So just go pay your dues. Yeah, just go intern like Morgan did. Even if it's front desk yes. or becoming a medical assistant, yes. anything, just go and be around it, immerse oh, yourself in it. My favorite question, Morgan. Mm-hmm. I, I this is why I can't answer DMs mm-hmm. anymore. It's like I'm. So we put up an ad like, "Hey, we're hiring a medical assistant. No experience necessary. You get to work side by side with Aaron Motherfucking Jensen, and boom." And then people are like, do I need experience? Not only that, that, but they say, I'm a nurse. Will you hire me? Yeah. We're hiring a medical assistant. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. But I'm a nurse. Yeah, absolutely. We're hiring a medical assistant. There's no experiences, but I'm a nurse. I got to totally, I get you have a degree and you went to school, but do you want to learn? You know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, I don't think they understand. And that's where I have to have more like patience because as an Aries woman, I don't. But do you, we've like, you guys have said it a lot. That's why I, that's why a more patient, you know, a more patient person has to answer the DMs because for me, it's like, I don't think you understand. Like, what what are you trying to tell me? Because what I'm trying to tell you is that we're hiring an MA and you could be 18 years old. You're going to respond with episode 79 minute 38. (laughs) Straight up. That's what we got. Well, I do that. I send people um, listen podcast. Yeah, listen to this podcast, Mm -hmm. and I send them a link. No, they don't want to. That's too much work, Aaron. Well, then that's not my problem. Yeah, exactly. I love it. (laughs) Well, yeah. So when people ask, like, you know, look for those medical assistant jobs because you know you might not be injecting right away, but you're going to learn how to mix Botox. You're going to learn and you're going to get cannula. You're going to learn what to wipe. You're going to learn what to do in case of an emergency. You're going to see Aaron Jensen encounter, you know, weird stuff and see how she manages and stuff like that. So it's like you are like, you're getting paid to shadow Mm -hmm. pretty much. Oh, and people charge thousands thousands of dollars a I day ask Aaron all the time i'm like Aaron, just become a trainer so we can make some money girl Megan's like, charge 20 grand a day charge 20 grand a day Aaron. give me half it's <laughs> so much work to train so much Aaron doesn't oh Aaron would rather it just is. have her regular clients 100 percent. Mm-hmm. just see her regular schmegulars <laughs> no i do like training but it is a lot it is draining oh, people don't know so how draining. to hold a needle like no. and that's where it's I'm different i'm not joking no that's you. where it's I'm different with like you. nursing or pa like holding a needle like a botox like a syringe of botox is different than giving a shot yes well, like, I, and that's when someone picks up the syringe i'm like okay we're not we're not starting an iv yep so it's not your hand on the plunger <laughs> and let's try this again yeah so there's some people built for training aaron's not one of them no, right now I, I will, well no i shouldn't say like date where there are people some people want to train 24 7 yes no, there are some of yes. your colleagues mm-hmm. who all they do is get paid for daily rates yes they bring people in for a one-day course. And that's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm working on something. So stay Ooh. tuned. I'm always working on something. Shit, girl. You're, am I going to be there your pimp? There is someone in this company who is a very good trainer. I know who Who's not is. me. And so watch out. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Morgan, I know who Morgan it is. Is at it. I could just guess. Oh, so my we're, gosh, we're, you guys. We're, we're brewing something. Don't it's, you worry. It's a takeover. Well, Morgan, if um, somebody wants to come see you as a patient, tell us how they yes. do that. So I'm at the treatment in Claremont, and I'm there Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Every once in a while, I'll have my arm twisted and work on a different day. Mm-hmm. But, She's our good fill-in. Yeah. But yeah, she, uh, dermaplaning, microneedling, any of your skin B12 medical shots. issues, B12, cortisone shots. Cortisone yep. shots, Come yeah, through. she does Give that. us a call. Yes. Thank you, Morgan, so Thanks, much. Thanks, Morgan, for, for having us. In. It was fun to talk to you, girls. Yeah, sounds good. So make sure to, I was going to say swipe up and book. <laughs> I'm in IG mode. You cannot swipe up this podcast. Make sure to tell all your friends about it. Make sure to tell all your friends who think about who are nurses and they're like, I'm sick of working here. I want to work somewhere else. You could send them this 
podcast and say, hey, there's other options. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that mean. If you DM me, I'll try to respond. <laughs> if it's not during my alone downtime. you're not journaling downtime, alone yeah. playing with your crystals. <laughs> <laughs> She's busy. I'm doing hot girl shit. I'm rubbing my rose quartz on my boobs. <laughs> oh, wait. That's what I do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.